Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Half an Hour Podcast. If you're new to my podcast, my name is Jada Lynn and I'm the host of the Half an Hour Podcast. Podcast episodes come out every Monday at 10 a.m. and you can listen on Spotify and Anchor and I'm also trying to get my podcast on Apple Music. I actually didn't know people like used Apple Music as much as they did, so I stuck to only having it on Spotify, but I guess a lot of people use Apple Music, so I'm trying to get my podcast up on there, but I promise I will let you guys know when I do. Um, Today's been kind of just a chill day. I feel like I woke up and then I went to the park and then I came home and I made breakfast and then I did my driver's education and then I went to go eat with my family Um, and then I came back here and I'm recording my podcast. I feel like I just didn't do a lot of things this day. I mean, I guess it's fine and I still have so much other things to do because I have to do one more hour of driver education and then I have to babysit my siblings and then I also have to do um start purging out the room the office because that's going to become my new room like I said in a couple episodes before or my last episode but I'm purging out the office so then I can start moving in there by the end of the summer and I'm super excited because I really want to get my own room and I'm so excited that it's finally happening I feel like I've been sharing my room with my sisters for actually I feel like no, I've actually never had my own room except for um, when I was like ages one to two because my sister came two years after me, but I've never had my own room. And so this is like something really exciting for me. Like, I mean, I'm kind of nervous and I'm kind of like sad that I'm going to be leaving my sisters because they're like my best friends and I'm not going to get to see them as much just because one, I have school and then I have sports and then I'm going to come and go to a different room. I'm probably going to have them sleeping over in my room or coming into their room a lot which they're probably gonna bug me, but I i mean, I don't know. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. And I think I'm excited just to have my own space because I've been doing a lot of like just self-work lately and just um, being by myself and like kind of just romanticizing being by myself. And so sometimes I just need a space that's separate from the rest of my family um, so I can go and be by myself or go recharge or go like read a book in quiet or do my homework in quiet because my family's pretty loud and when I'm trying to work or try to do homework it's so hard to get to a space where I can just find peace and quiet so I'm excited to get my own room for that part and I'm also excited just to decorate and like design my homeroom. I know it's going to be a process because we're not doing everything right away just because we're spending a whole lot of money on back to school and then also my parents have like vacation and we're trying to do some family stuff so I can't do everything right now but I'm going to be thrifting and DIYing everything um, because that's just what I love doing and it just gives me something else to do during the day Um, but yeah this week has also been a really I feel like I did a lot of things this week like I went and I saw the Minions movie and it was really good it was really funny and then I also went the next day and I saw the Top Gun movie with my sister. And it turns out if you go to a Look movie theater, um, then it's $5 the first showing. And so me and my sister went to the first showing at like 10 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, I think. No, actually, I think it was on Wednesday because on Tuesday they give $5 movies to everything. 
but yeah we went on wednesday and we saw the top gun movie and it was really good um it just made me want to go and pursue my dreams and kind of like just help me to remember that anything's possible and i just have to believe in myself and so that was really fun to watch and then we also watched another movie with me and my mom and my sister and it was called john q and it was also a really good movie it's kind of like an old movie and um it was just really good. And Denzel Washington plays the main character, and he's such a good actor. And so it just, like, made that movie really interesting to watch and just how he portrayed his character. It was just really good. And then I also went on a picnic with my sisters outside earlier this week. Um, it was really fun. I, like, got to, like, just spend time with them. And then it was outside. It was really hot. But we were laughing a lot, and we were just in the sun, and we were just dancing and, like, doing whatever in the grass and it was really fun um and then also I read a lot this week like I said I'm reading the book more than enough by Elaine Walteroth and I think I'm pronouncing that right I still don't know but it was really good um it's still really good and I'm halfway through the book and it's kind of crazy to say that I really don't read at all so usually I'll only get like I'll start a book but I won't finish it like I'll stop halfway or maybe I'll even start stop like a quarter of the way and then I won't go back to it and that's been like a really bad habit of mine but I'm halfway through the book and I think I'm gonna finish it and then I finished literally three books this um year and so I'm really proud of myself because usually I never finish books at all and so that's just like kind of major milestone for me and I think I'm gonna be reading a lot more this year and I think also I just had time in the summer to read a lot so hopefully I can still read as much as I want or as I am right now even during the school year because I know I'm going to get really busy during the school year but I think I can do it I think I can at least get like 10 to 20 minutes in or maybe just like a chapter a day because then I'll have time to do other stuff too but hopefully I can do that and then also I started doing my track training so basically um if you don't know I am a track runner I started this year um in my freshman year of high school and I run the 400 and then last year I also did the four by one and then the 1600 so it's basically each person does um a whole lap around and I was part of both of the relay teams and then I did the 400 so I did that. I didn't really like doing the 4x4 four four because it was super long um, and it was really just tiring. And I was doing literally three races. So I was running the 400 twice and then I had to do the 100 relay too. So I think next year I'm just going to do the 400 and hopefully I will just be fine with that race. Hopefully my coach does not make me run the 4x4 four four because last time I wasn't even supposed to do the 4x4. Four but they saw that I won my first race um, for the 400, and then they told me, oh, you should do the 4x4. Four four. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. And then they made me the anchor. And so it was just a really hard season having to just going to every single race, having three races. I had literally so much anxiety before any of my races because I was just so scared I would let down my coach. And I'm proud to say, oh my God, my voice just cracked. But I am proud to say that I have been 
like I'm undefeated in the 400 so far. So I have not lost a single 400 race, 400 meter race. Um, the four by one and then the four by four, I have lost in some of those. Um, but for my solo race, I have not lost a single race. And I hope to keep that up for the next four years or three years I have left. Two years of high school, actually. That's crazy. Two years left of high school. Um, so I hope to keep that up and I think if I start training now then I'll enjoy it more when it's track season because I'll be more fit and more in shape and just like already planning ahead so I'm training now in the summer and I'm going to train during the school year so then I can be really good for my season and then I want to train with my coach too I want to try to see if she can train with me before I know that she's also the football coach and the basketball coach um, so I don't know if she'll be able to train with me, but maybe we can make it work or at least maybe she can like send me workouts to do during the school year. But yeah, I've been doing that and it has been brutal. Like I've been literally so sore. Like the day after I did my sprinting drills, I was so sore and I didn't feel like moving, but I had to get up and work out and I'm working out for like almost two hours and like building up endurance and also trying to get really good stamina so then I can run better and I've been going on runs for like 20 minutes and then sometimes they're 10 minutes and then sprinting drills and then lower body and then upper body strength workouts and everything and my body has just been so sore so I'm gonna do yoga today also that's another thing that I have to do today um I'm gonna do yoga and hopefully I can just stretch out everything for next week because that's when I'm going up in resistance and up in weights and whatever and just working harder and so uh, next week is gonna be really tough but I'm gonna push through and I'm gonna do it and I think I'm excited to do it because one I feel like I haven't worked out like that in forever I've just been doing more moderate workouts and not pushing myself but the first day of me doing my track training like I was sweating like there was moments where like I literally couldn't breathe because I was going so hard and it was a good type of moment when you can't breathe like not the bad one where you're like about to pass out but I was working so hard and I was sweating and usually I don't sweat people are always asking me how come I'm not sweaty after practice because usually I just don't sweat but this week I was sweating every single workout and it just felt good afterwards. I felt like the endorphins were leaving, like just coming out and just like it was it was good because I felt like I was getting more strong and I was just pushing myself to my limits and just seeing where I could go and working out and it was just really fun. And then also this week, my dad has been out of town. So it's just been me and my sisters and my mom like the whole week except for yesterday because he came back on Friday and so yeah yesterday I think um he came back on Friday and I just had this whole week with my siblings and so it was really fun I just got to hang out with my mom more and I got to talk to her about things and then also I started driver's ed she helped me like get that course starting and okay so I'm really excited because I'm doing driver's ed my plan is to finish before school starts because it's still the summer and then up until March of 2023 I'm gonna be practicing doing my drivers you have to do six hours of driving school and then you have to do 50 hours of driving like in your own time and 10 at night and then I can get my per no I can get my license in March 
And so I'm so excited because I don't know, I feel like that's such a big step because I feel like there's so much freedom that comes with that. But then it's like, I'm kind of nervous because like I'm going to be driving on the road with other people and like there's so many car accidents that can happen. Like the the amount of car accidents that happen each day is insane. And just knowing that I can become one of those statistics just kind of scares me, but I'm excited to start driving and I feel like it's going to be one of those things that I don't I'm not going to take advantage of it. So it's not going to be that, but it's going to be one of those things where I am really excited to learn about and excited to participate in. And so I'm really excited for my driver's ed and hopefully, yeah, hopefully I can finish by the end of school. I'm trying to do, I mean, by the, sorry, the beginning of school, I'm trying to do two hours a day and you have to do a total of 30 hours. So I'm going to, it should take me only 15 days, but I've already done six hours of driver's ed. And so I have like, how many more left? I have, there's like 29 full hours. And then the other hour is just like a test that you have to take. And they're just, it's divided up, um, divided up in between each section or segment. But anyways, yeah. So that's what I've been doing this week. That's everything pretty much. And now we're going to go into the episode Um, But before we get into the episode, I just want to give a disclaimer that I am not in any way professional about any of the topics that I talk about. Everything that I talk about are things that I've experienced or I feel will help others. If none of my information helps, I am truly sorry. I do encourage you to go talk to a professional because I am still a teenager, still trying to figure out things in my life also. But I do still believe that I can help with the advice that I give and encourage others. But I just want to put my disclaimer out there. So... What we're talking about. So the first thing that we're talking about are red flags and relationships. Specifically, uh, specifically, first, we're going to be talking about friendship red flags. And so I wrote down like this whole list of red flags that I've either seen in other people's relationships uh, or friendships. And then what I've seen in my friendships or just things that I've experienced or that I've just seen other people gone through. Or even just things that are happen on TV that are definitely red flags. Um, But yeah, I made a whole list. So the number one that I wrote is talking bad about you behind your back. So I feel like there's intentional and then there's unintentional. So I feel like if you're going, if somebody's going and like talking trash about you because that's just who they are and they like gossiping, then that's a red flag. But if you're doing it in a way where you're just like concerned about this person or you're like venting or like just like in therapy or whatever it is, like I feel like there's a difference and you're just talking about things that you necessarily don't like, but you're not doing it to, like, go and cause things, it's definitely a red flag for people to be talking bad about you behind your back. And then even if they're talking bad about other people, too, because if they're talking bad about someone else, probably means that they're going to be able to talk bad about you. And I've actually experienced that, too, and I didn't think it was true until it actually happened to me, but it is true. So that's a red flag um and then also just using you for things or even using you for people i'm not gonna lie there was a time where i used someone to get close to another person and i feel horrible about it um and i didn't necessarily like no i i mean i used them to get close to this person even after i was done with that person like i still hung out with the person that i used basically and 
I regret it because then it was just like, you know, I'm using people. She doesn't even know. She thinks this friendship is true and whatever. And it did become true. So I feel like that's where I kind of get let off. But that is a red flag. If people are using you for people, and then even if they're using you for things like people are using you for your cars or um, makeup or whatever you can provide them for, provide them with. I feel like that's a red flag. And then also another one that I wrote is acting different in person and in different spaces. So what I mean by that is like if they act one way at church and then one way at school, like and it's complete opposite or like one way in a large group of people and then one way in a small group of people. Obviously, there's exceptions to it, but for the big picture like if they're changing it up acting fake depending on who they are around then that's definitely a red flag just because you never know what they're capable of they can be switching it up on you too just more so two-sided um and then also if the conversations are really one-sided like if that person isn't listening to what you have to say and they only like talking about themselves or they're not reaching out and not making connections with you and you feel like you're just doing all the work in the conversation or in the relationship that's also a red flag and then like if they just don't seem to care what you have to say like if if they're your best friend or if they care about you or even if they're just a really good friend or just even a friend like they should care about what you have to say like my best friend She'll be telling me, like, the smallest things, but, like, I care about every single thing because she's my best friend. And, like, I love her to death, and I love everything that she has to tell me. And so if, like, someone isn't providing that experience about for you and not caring about what you have to say, then that's a red flag because everything you have to say is valid and it's important, and you should be able to say what you want to say. And then also, if they don't stick up for you because... If anybody's your friend, they should be sticking up for you. Obviously, sometimes it's difficult in certain situations and people still make mistakes and all that stuff. But if they don't stick up for your girl, then you know they're not for real because your best friend, your girl will always stick up for you. Um, And then also, this is just kind of like a tip, but like just pay attention to like their language, like how they're speaking to you. Are they speaking to you kindly? Are they using vulgar words? Are they like putting you down or are they building you up? Just pay attention to those things because sometimes they can become easily red flags. And then also this is another thing that I personally had a friend um, who did this, but like if they're really obsessed with like item things like their phones or like clothes or just their looks or bags or any items, like if they're constantly like obsessing over those things it can distract you and make you start to obsess over those things which will distract you from your purpose and so like just be mindful around those type of people and what space you're putting yourself in because you are your friends you become your friends your friends influence you you can influence your friends but your friends can also influence you so just be careful around that and then also if they're bringing up sensitive topics around you like depression or eating disorders or relationships or divorces and they're bringing it up and they know that it's a sensitive topic to you I had a friend who did that and she knew it was a sensitive topic to me but she still brought it up repeatedly and so that came became really toxic for me and then also people who are just manipulative 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 people who manipulate people I think I'm saying that. Yeah, I'm saying that, right? Manipulative. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, people who do that. 
And then people who are also different over text than in person. Like, if they're nice over text and they're really funny or whatever, and then they're rude or distractive in person, or they just act like they don't know you. And then also, this is for anybody, but I specifically wrote down for a girl, a girl who ditches you for a guy. Because, I mean, obviously people can um, make mistakes, but it's definitely a red flag because then that means you weren't priority in the first place. A guy was, and she was always saving room for that. So just be mindful when a girl ditches you for a guy. It's really painful, and it really does suck. Um, so yeah, just be mindful about that. And then also just a person who li- like annoys the living heck out of you. There's some people who just annoy me like people who are bragging or people who are just like making fun of other people just annoy me so much and so I just try to not to hang out with those people and try not to be friends with those people um people who are rude and just like yeah if they're bragging it's like you don't even want to it's not fun to be around them so that's definitely a red flag okay and then next I have my personal experiences with this um I've had a couple of them so basically one time I had this friendship and we were best friends and all we would do was gossip about other people at school not always in a bad way and but not always in a good way too and like we're just gossiping we're just talking about everything and our relationship was really built on that and so once quarantine hit like we fell out because we had nothing to talk about anymore we weren't going to school and so we didn't have anything to talk about um and like Usually, because usually how it was is if she didn't know anything at school, then I would tell her. Or if she was sick, then I would tell her everything that happened that day. Vice versa. And that's kind of just what our relationship was built on. And once quarantine hit, we fell out. And it took me a long time to actually realize that the reason we fell out is because our relationship wasn't based off of getting to know each other and being best friends. But it was based off other people. And so it's not that anything was wrong with her and not that anything was wrong with me like we were both really sweet girls and stuff and it was just what our relationship was built on together and it made it really toxic and then um another relation a friendship that I had was she was my best friend over phone and over text and over calling and FaceTime and whatever but in person she wasn't who what she wasn't my best friend it was like she was my best friend on the phone but as soon as we went in person she wasn't my best friend. This was not the girl that I originally planned being best friends with. She was really rude to people. She was not rude to me, but she was rude to her mom. And I just really didn't like that. And so I kind of just had to cut it off with her um, eventually. And then I had another friendship, which she repeatedly brought up topics uh, that were really sensitive to me. Like one of them was that she wasn't eating for days. And like she knew that I struggled with just all that that whole area but she repeatedly brought it up and I tried changing the subject but she would just keep on bringing it back up and so I it was became really toxic for me um and then also I had a close friend who actually did leave me for her her guy for her man and that hurt a lot um but there wasn't there's nothing wrong with her she just made mistakes and people make mistakes and I'm still really good friends with her now and I still love her just the same uh but that was it was a red flag because I at the time I didn't I didn't 
take myself as a priority so I was chasing after her even though she didn't have time for me and like I was constantly in the cycle of I want to hang out with her but she doesn't have time for me but I'm still going to try to pursue her and I kind of just wasn't pursuing myself and it became really toxic at one point because I was just literally chasing after her after her and so there was this one um, moment of just realization where I realized you know what she doesn't actually have time for me right now so I'm just not gonna be there in that space it's not that I'm not gonna be nice to her anymore it's not that I'm not gonna be kind to her or whatever I'm just gonna back up and I'm gonna like prioritize myself in the moment so then I can like radiate radiate off for other people and I could be there for other people because it was so draining chasing her even though she wasn't chasing me back and there was this quote and it it came up and it was saying um I'm not going to be your backup plan. I'm either priority or nothing at all or something like that. And that really stuck out to me because I was realizing, like, no, they didn't choose me first. So I'm not going to go and keep on pursuing something. And I'm not trying to put any shame on this girl or whatever. She's still really close to me and I really love her still. But it just was there was a time where our relationship got very toxic in that way of me trying to pursue her, even though she wasn't pursuing me with the same amount of energy and then I had another friend who also I did cut this person out um but all she would do was talk bad about people and lie to people to their face and it was to the point where I just couldn't keep up with it like I was like what is happening she would tell me that we were going to go do something or she would lie about like how our friend group was out doing something and they actually weren't trying to make me feel like I was missing out on something and she was just so set in drama just trying to get everybody to start things and I just ended up cutting her off like I slowly removed her from every place where I could contact her I don't hang out with her anymore I silently just rolled out of that area so then I don't have to like cause a whole scene or whatever or get her upset or anything but ever since I left that space she hasn't reached out to me or whatever she hasn't talked to me I haven't talked to her so yeah that was my personal experiences um the next thing is relationship red flags okay so okay sorry sometimes these piss me off because no person should be treating you like this but anyways relationship red flags so one of them is moving way too fast like straight to physical touch or asking for pictures or even whatever just anything because that just means the other person doesn't want the person for them and the experience they could provide but wants them for maybe their looks or their body or whatever they can provide for them instead of having a relationship that goes both ways so just moving too fast and then also saying I love you way too soon because girl that just means that he's desperate or boy that just means that she's desperate and so yeah that's also a red flag and then another one is when they act different when their friends are around or like doesn't talk to you at school I'm specifically talking about guys in this situation just because I am a female and a lot of the listeners on the podcast are female too so I'm gonna say it from that perspective but yeah if he acts different when his friends are around or doesn't talk to you at school doesn't acknowledge you or whatever or if the relationship becomes too clingy because then it's like you won't be able to pursue yourself if you're too cling 
clinging onto what this other person can give you or just always being with this person. I had a friend who had that issue um, and they were way too clingy and kind of missed out on so many other things. Um, And then also if they have anger issues, like if you're scared for how your um, boyfriend or girlfriend will react, then it probably means that the relationship isn't healthy. Um, I also know that physical abuse is another one. Um, just because, yeah, if you're scared of how somebody's going to act, like if you're going to anger them or you're like actually scared, then that's not healthy at all and you should get help for that. Um, and then physical abuse. If anybody's physically abusing you, then get help. Like, don't take that at all. You don't deserve that. And then also another one is observe his friends because usually his friends will depict exactly who he is. Like if his friends are doing bad things, then there's most likely it's most likely um it's most likely that he's doing the same things that his friends are doing. Like if his friends are smoking weed, then he's probably smoking weed. I mean, not all the time. But for the most part, just pay attention to how his friends are, how they act, what they do, what vibe they give off. And then also if they push you and make you do things that you don't want to do, then that's definitely a red flag because you shouldn't have to ever do anything that you don't want to do. You should always be either willing to sacrifice something for someone or you don't have to do it at all. But if you really don't want to do something and they're forcing you to do something, then that's definitely a red flag. And then just the way that he talks to you and treats you. Like, if he's calling you stupid, if he's calling you dumb or whatever, and he's not calling you what you are, because, like, that's a red flag right there. Because any female, you are not dumb, you're not stupid, you're not anything that is negative that your partner would call you. You are a queen, you are beautiful, you are like amazing you have so much to provide and offer to the world so yeah if they're calling you anything else than your real name then that's a red flag and then also if the conversation and the relationship is just really one-sided so like if you're doing most of the work like you're um making the effort to call him or reach out to him or whatever it is then yeah the conversation is really one-sided if he's not doing the same or not putting in the same effort or doesn't even care as much then that's a red flag and then also if he manipulates you or causes you to do wrong things like skipping class or being late to school or not hanging out with your friends um sometimes it's your choice to do those things but if they're manipulating you to do those things then that's also something you should watch out for and then if Honestly, honestly, if he's talking to a lot of other girls who aren't typically his friends, that is definitely a red flag just because, like, if you don't know about them, like, if you don't know who these people are, you ask him, he says, oh, they're just people, whatever, and, like, you're getting a vibe, then, and he's talking to other girls who aren't typically his friends, then I would be careful around that. And then also, if he doesn't listen to you, like, if you tell him you don't want to do something, or you're having a conversation, and it just seems like he's not paying attention, he should have your full attention. I know you should have his full attention. And then also to the guys, you should have the ladies full attention. Vice versa, both ways. And then also, this is a really big one because I feel like a lot of time love is very blind. And sometimes you just don't ever always see everything. But if your friend has bad discernment about him, then you should definitely consider that. Because a lot of times 
your friends can tell if the guy is good or not because love is blind it causes you to miss out on the imperfections that they have and so if your friend has bad discernment about him then i would be careful about that because women have the power of discernment and that is one of our gifts and we use it very well and if you're just getting a bad vibe if you're getting a bad vibe even from him then that just means you shouldn't be in that relationship maybe or just maybe test it out make sure not you're not hang out with him alone yet or whatever it is um and then the biggest red flag obviously is that he cheats on you if he cheats on you then that is definitely a red flag because no one should be cheating on anybody that just means you weren't worth his time but that's not true you are always worth someone's time you are so valuable and you're so beautiful and you're so amazing that you are worth anything and basically a guy shouldn't you shouldn't have to be chasing after a guy guys should be chasing after you period because you are everything you don't have to change yourself for anybody else you don't have to doubt yourself you are amazing okay so now we're gonna move on to my personal experiences with this so (laughs) so um there's this boy that i liked in middle school right And he liked me too. And we weren't dating or anything. And we were specifically just friends, just getting to know each other. We knew that we liked each other, but we didn't really do anything about it. Um, He ended up asking me out like a couple days after finding that we were finding out that I liked him too. And I said no, but it was good because like later on I can't remember if this was before or after but he actually said I love you like he just said I love you out of nowhere and I was like hanging out with my friends and I was at Starbucks and I was like got this text and I was like oh my god wait what am I supposed to say to this like this doesn't make sense why is he saying this we barely know each other we aren't dating or anything and he said that and that's just me now now I see that it is just an immature boy in him like no guy should be saying that just means he was desperate and I remember going home and calling my best friend and telling her everything and like just telling her all about it and she was like oh my god like she was just listening and like having me up and whatever it is and I didn't say I didn't say anything back to him just so you know like I cut him off after that and then also there's this other time where my friend was talking to this guy and he said the same thing and they were just talking and he was also just talking about very inappropriate things with her and like it just made her uncomfortable and so that was a red flag for her and I told her too I was like you deserve better don't don't dumb yourself down for this dude he's not worth your time and then um I had another friend who was also where one of them was way too clingy with their relationship and they kind of just left out they just kind of missed out on so many other things because they were always with this person and it ended up going it ended up getting better because they ended up not um like becoming so clingy I don't know whatever that means but yeah at first they were really clingy with each other um and then also another of my personal stories is that I was talking to this guy and he was just making a lot of promises that he couldn't keep and the conversation was really one-sided like he said he would call me but he never did and then um the conversation was really one-sided I was the only one reaching out he never reached out at all I don't think there was one time where he reached out to me first um 
and I think that was also in middle school or it was me going into high school I can't remember um but yeah um that was happening and I remember my friend was telling me like I needed to stop waiting for this one guy and that he wasn't worth my time or anything and that I just deserved better and that he wasn't pursuing me as like a good guy should and so she kept on telling me this and of course I was blind to it at first but then I realized that no he wasn't worth my time or my energy and he couldn't see all that I was worth so why would I stay so I ended up not talking to him just cut it off um i'll still reach out to him and like see how he's doing or whatever just because i like to be nice and reach out to people but i'm not gonna pursue him you know what i mean and then um yeah that's yeah i think that's yeah i think those are all my personal stories um with red flags and then i kind of just wrote down like a couple ways to identify a red flag so if you feel like you're lacking something from a person like you feel like they could be provide providing more or you feel like they can, like you're missing out on something from that person, or like they're hiding something, or whatever it is, you can start to see that that's a red flag. And then if they make you feel like there's something wrong with you, like if they are making shaming you, if they are saying negative things about you, like that is definitely a red flag, because anybody who loves you or likes you or wants to be friends with you or whatever is not going to say anything that's going to tear you down because that's just not how it works and then also ladies you can use your discernment that is definitely a gift that we got uh maybe it's gut feelings maybe it's ideas maybe it's your friend's discernment just use them um there oh oh i have a good story because one time there was this guy that i really liked and me and my friend were talking about him right and i hadn't like, I wasn't going to go up and talk to him or anything because I was too nervous. But I was, like, talking about him to her. And all of a sudden, like, we were at the back of the school, too. And we were just talking. All of a sudden, he walks right past us. And she's like, oh, my God. And then it was like nobody else was there. So it was just so odd to just see him there at the back of the school. So I was like, oh, my God, we should go talk to him. So I was like, she was like, yeah, you should go um, talk to him, start a conversation, whatever. So we went... He ended up talking with us. It went really good. The conversation was good, and it was nice, and I got to know him, whatever. But afterwards, I just got this really weird feeling about him. And I remember telling my friend, I was like, I just, I don't know. He just he just gives me a vibe. Like, something's off. Something's not going right here. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just lay it off. Like, I'm not going to, like, like him anymore. I'm just, you know, I'm not. Like, I kind of just gave up on that whole thing. And then it turns out a couple months later, I found out all the things that he was doing that then. Like, he was just into some really bad things. And so I was like, I thank every God that every time I see him, I'm like, thank you, God, that you protected me from that because I would have been involved in that. And so I was just really thankful and I used my discernment and it actually worked. And so that's just my time where I use discernment. And there's been other times where I've had to use it. There's been other times where I've been completely blind and my friend has had to say something about it. And then she's told me and then turns out that she was right. Um, But yeah, and then the next thing that we have is how to get rid of toxic people. So basically, um, I just, so I wrote down a couple things of how I get rid of toxic people, people who I just don't see any worth in the relationship anymore. So sometimes... 
I'll either quietly just remove myself from everything so you can remove them from socials or contact numbers or whatever, block them, whatever you need to do. Um, and then also just don't be in places where they are. Like if you need to take time away from them to heal from some of the damage that they cause. And then also um, just distract yourself with new friends and new people. I'm not saying get a rebound. No, I'm just saying enjoy the experiences and the new friendships that you can be making instead of grieving over this one friendship. Um, and then maybe you need to just talk to them about the whole thing and tell them that you just need a break or maybe you don't, just don't think that the friendship is healthy or the relationship is healthy. And then also just make sure to do the self-healing after and it's important to get rid of toxic people because if you don't get rid of them, then they will continue to damage yourself. Like, if it's not already serious, then it can become really unhealthy and it can become really serious and damaging to yourself. And then also, if you don't completely get rid of them, then they can keep on coming back into your life and not allowing you to fully heal. And so, um, I, that's, I, yeah, I would get rid of them. I mean, sometimes it's hard to get rid of people and hard to get rid of situations that you're so comfortable in, but in the long time, it's going to actually do you more healing and more, um, more better, more better, more better. I don't know. More, more, what is the word? It's going to do you more good in the long run. Um, and if they try to get you back, I mean, it's your choice. You can take them back. Honestly, if you've seen that they have healed or they've changed, um, just do whatever you feel like you need. And maybe you don't have to let them fully back into your life, but maybe just like as a friend and not maybe a best friend or as a friend and not maybe in a relationship with them. Or like if you see that they've completely changed and you want to try it again, like trial and error, so many different things. And then it's just really up to you. Um, but if you're not in a place where you're healed, you don't have to take them back because healing is the next process that you need to do after cutting them out. Um, but you don't have to let them into your life right away. Maybe it takes time, like healing takes time and it's not going to be something that's just done over one day or like a week. But, um, you also, but not only do you need to get rid of the toxic people and then, you need to also forgive them and then move on, but you need to heal first. So get rid of toxic people, heal, forgive, and then move on. And you need to forgive these people because when you're trying to heal and you're trying to like reverse all the damage that happened, um, it's really easy just to get caught on everything that they did and everything that's stopping you from living your life because you're so caught off guard by this person you gotta forgive them so then you can have peace and that you can have ease and like go into places and different environments where that person can still be around um I had a person who it was really hard for me to be around them after our friendship had ended so I just kind of removed myself from that space and I kind of just like took some time away because I knew if I was around that person I wasn't gonna be able to heal and I hadn't forgiven them yet but I needed to forgive her so then I could move on and then so I could show love to her. And I mean, right now you probably could not imagine showing love to that person right now. But when you can, that just means you've fully forgiven them. And it just it's such a relief off of your shoulder. Like for me, after I forgive that forgave that person who did a lot of damage um to me and just 
our relationship, our friendship wasn't as good. Um, I just felt so much peace and so much ease after forgiving her. And at first it was really hard and I didn't think I was ever going to be able to forgive her. But I just remember one day at camp and I was like, you know what? I forgive her. Like I forgive that person. And after that, like every time I saw her, I wasn't upset with her anymore. I didn't give her looks. I didn't like have an attitude. I just felt peace. I felt like I could show love to her and like that I could talk to her and whatever it was. And honestly, it takes time. It took me a long time to get to that space. It took me around eight months to try to be able to forgive that person since the day that we actually cut it off. Because I was so hurt by our whole relationship and the whole friendship and just things that happened after our whole friendship. Um, But once I did forgive her, like, it just, it released so much pain, like, I didn't have to hold grudges anymore. I didn't have to drag anything on. Like, it takes a lot of energy to hate someone. But once you forgive them, like, it's so easy after that. And it takes a lot of energy to forgive someone because they hurt you and they damaged you and whatever else that they did. And maybe it's like you can't forgive someone because you think it's true what they said about you. Um, I know that's happened to me. But when you do forgive them, it leaves um when you know that you forgave them after you can love them and you can be sincerely polite without like sarcasm or without like having an eye looking over your shoulder like to see what they're doing whatever just caring too much about them and when you have no more jealousy I used to jealous so many people that I didn't forgive because I was like how do they seem so happy right now like our friendship just got cut off or you're just like me and you aren't even hanging out anymore how are you happy and I mean I never know people's struggles so I made that assumption a lot of times but after I forgave those people I felt no more jealousy I didn't talk bad about them to any other people anymore and I mean I'm not gonna let those people back into my life who damaged me I mean maybe as friends maybe as person that I'm just um say hi to but I'm not going to let them in the same way that they were in my life. And it's just trial and error for future relationships and friendships. And I mean, it's just going to, everything that happened in those past relationships are things that I'm going to use for my future relationships so I can make them better. Um, There was this one friendship that I had that once we cut it off, I was so hurt, but I learned so much from that relationship that my best friend that I have right now I'm able to be a much better friend for her than I was for that other friend. And I learned so much. And now I I actually enjoy like being in my new re- friendship because I know that I'm not like, I know how people, I knew how that person that I had to cut it off with experienced me and how I made mistakes. Um, But now I'm excited and happy that I can be a new person and be a better person for my new friendship and my new best friend and all the other friendships that are going to come in to my life. So that's pretty much it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening in. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to share this episode with someone. It really does help for my podcast so I can keep putting out great content for you guys. And if you're listening on Spotify, I encourage you to scroll down to the Q&A section of the podcast and just ask me a question or message me about what you want to hear about next. Um, I love you guys and I hope you guys all have an amazing rest of your day.
Thank you so much for listening in.